Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my one-on-one coaching. I can help you narrow in on your niche and get clear on what you're meant to be doing with your life. Head over to dominique-faller.link forward slash strategy and book a one-hour strategy session with me to discover your unique creative superpower. Let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode 34 of the Creative Spark podcast, and today we're talking about time, specifically how you can steal back time from your day for the things that are most important. The thing about time blocks is they're usually masking other blocks. No matter who you talk to, not having enough time is always listed as one of the top three reasons why something cannot be done. I'd love to write a book, but I don't have the time. I'd like to start a business, but I work 40 hours a week. I wish I had more time to practice the guitar, but the kids take priority when I'm at home. Now, allowing time to block your creativity is easy to justify. Everyone you talk to will reinforce this block. No one has time to do fun things if they have responsibilities. And this is why it's easy to talk about doing things one day, as if a sabbatical will magically appear and give you weeks of free time to write that book finally. Now, here's the thing. For many of us, that delicious block of free time, it never appears. And if it does magically appear, such as, ooh, I don't know, during a coronavirus lockdown, it's still difficult to find the time to be creative. And that's for a variety of reasons. All of them blocks. For the lucky few who do make quality time off a reality, the pressure to create something amazing can just be debilitating, or they end up using the time to recharge instead. So, I mean, how many people book a five-day cruise to go on holiday with big plans for a big project? You just wind up lying by the pool instead. And there's nothing wrong with that. Your body uses those all-stop moments to rest and recharge. So how is it that some people with 40-hour day jobs still manage to start a business? How is it that people still get books written and pictures painted, even if they have kids and careers and lives just as busy as yours? Here's the bad news. Your book, business, exhibition, guitar practice, it's more likely to get done during your busy work day than it is during a mythical block of free time. Now, time creep is a problem we all face, and so stealing time back is the way that successful busy creatives get things done. Time creep is the way that busy people manage to spend seven hours a week on social media. It's how busy people can binge watch an entire season on Netflix. It's how busy people can spend a Friday night drinking with friends after working all day. When the activity is fun, distracting, and engineered to be addictive, have we all watched Social Dilemma on Netflix recently? It's easy to lose track of time, and it's easy to underestimate how much time we spend on these kinds of activities especially when we're too tired to do anything productive. It's very easy to do things that are addictive. So stealing time is the solution. And here's the good news. Once you set your clear priorities and you identify these time creeps in your day, you can steal back all the time you need. Now, before you start panicking that I'm going to be the fun police and take away your booze and Netflix, if you do this correctly, there'll still be time for fun and relaxing activities, as well as attending to all of your responsibilities. 
You can also finish that major creative project you've been putting off due to not having enough time. So does that sound too good to be true? Let's look at the method. Step one is to identify where your time goes. If the activities you do are measurable, such as watching three episodes of The Witcher, for example, you know that that's three hours. If you turn on your screen time on your iPhone, it will measure how long you spend on social media, and the results can be shocking. So I recommend that you do it anyway, just out of interest. Think back over the last week and write down everything you remember doing. Did you visit a coffee shop every morning like I do? How long are your lunch breaks? How much time do you spend watching TV or playing games every night? I, I say that to myself in the mirror all the time. Gardenscapes, put it down. Um, what did you do on the weekends? Identify all of the times where time creep typically occurs in your weekday. The point of this exercise is not to shame you. It's to demonstrate to people who believe they're genuinely too busy to take on a creative project that we have many more hours in the day than you might think. Once you know where the snippets of time are hiding, you can steal them back and you can stitch them together. Step two is to identify what project you'd like to undertake and then you can quantify it so you know how much time exactly that you need to steal back. So for example, if your dream is to one day write a book, work out how many words are in your book. So let's say 60,000. And that means if you wrote 600 words every day, you'd have your book written in four months. It's shocking when you actually measure things out like that. Once you get flowing, you can easily write 600 words in an hour. And so if stealing back an hour is too difficult, how about 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening? Now that's easy if you already have a coffee habit in the morning like I do. <laughs> Take your notebook or iPad with you to the coffee shop and aim to write about 600 words. How do you think I managed to write the Creative Space book that I released this year and still work 40 plus hours? If your goal is a bit less definable, like, I don't know, improving your guitar playing, Try and quantify it with saying how many hours practice you're going to need or would like. So if endless hours of training are impossible, and let's face it, boring, why not practice a three-minute song three times a day? That's one full hour per week, practicing one song 21 times. Imagine how much you'd improve if you practice one song 84 times in a month. Now my tip is to keep the guitar within arm's reach and then you can maybe play a song during every commercial when you're watching TV with the kids. You could find ways to keep it accessible and chip away at your practice time rather than having one clear block of time. And maybe get the kids involved, they can help out with a percussive accompaniment and then they're more likely to kind of, you know, egg you on to keep practicing in the ad breaks. Make it a game and make it fun. Step three is to work with your calendar to see where you can steal time back and you've got to be prepared to take action whenever blocks of time are gifted to you. You'll be amazed what you can get done if you're prepared. Now, if you don't believe it's possible, I've written three books in my lunch breaks or my coffee shop breaks, 600 words at a time. I once painted a series of paintings by getting to work half an hour earlier and I kept the paints hidden in my desk drawer. So I'd get to work early and whip them out and do a little part of the painting and I got them all finished. I've journaled every day for 15 years by writing in my notebook with my morning coffee and I've taught myself many skills by watching YouTube videos on the couch in the evenings and I often listen to podcasts on my daily commute so when I drive to work it's an hour each way so it's heaps of time to listen to podcasts. I've learned so much doing that process. So what could you do with snippets of time stolen back from your day? 
So let's dive into some actionable steps that you can take to steal back more time from your day starting tomorrow. So you've got to start by brainstorming a list of things that you wish you had more time to do. You know, those things that you're putting off because you haven't got those mythical blocks of free time. Check your weekly calendar and identify any typical time creep sessions. So when do you find yourself wasting time or spending more time on an activity than you need to? These are usually leisure activities, but they can often be procrastination time at work as well. So instead of chatting away your lunch breaks or spending time on your phone, what could you do for half an hour? That's all, half an hour a day that's productive and builds towards your big project or your dream. Set a goal to steal back 30 minutes tomorrow and do something creative with the time instead of wasting it. Plan out what you're going to do now. You can still mindlessly scroll Instagram and you can watch Netflix all you like. You just need to reclaim 30 minutes per day. It's not that much. Now here are some ideas. You might want to bring a notebook to work and sketch in it at lunchtime. You might download a course and watch it on the couch at night. Or you might want to read a book on your Kindle app whilst the kids have basketball practice. You can listen to a useful podcast or an audiobook whilst you're driving to work or if you're on the train or on the bus. Write 600 words on your phone while you're waiting for your morning coffee like I do. Or in my case now I actually dictate. I don't write because it's quicker and easier. And the paper app by Dropbox is my favourite tool to do this. And it syncs with my iPad, my iPhone and my computer. So I absolutely love dictating or mumbling quietly as I wait for my coffee. Um, but, you know, having a microphone plugged into the phone works really well with that. So have a play with dictation if words are what you're trying to get down and you don't have time to type. So work with your rhythm and flow throughout the day. There's no one size fits all in terms of when you can get this stuff done. Depending on whether you're a morning person, an evening person, where your energy levels ebb and flow, you need to spend some time paying attention to when you can sneak in half an hour of productive work time. So plan ways to steal time and be prepared for any opportunity to capitalize on any unexpected time gifts. So I call a time gift something where you weren't prepared for that time to be gifted to you, but you know someone's running 20 minutes late for a meeting and you have to stay for that meeting, that's a time gift. So there's nothing worse than <laughs> waiting 20 minutes for a friend who's running late and not having a notebook on you. So be prepared all the time. Use the time gifts to read or write something productive instead of wasting it on your phone. And my tip is to keep headphones in your bag so you can watch a course or an instructional video or a podcast. So starting tomorrow, be prepared to steal time daily and outline a list of ways to use that time productively. And rather than spending 10 minutes of the 20-minute time gift thinking about what you're going to do, have a list somewhere. I store mine on Todoist on my iPhone. So I just know to open it up and go, right, what's next? And then my Todoist list tells me what to do with my time gifts or the stolen time every day. And then you just get in and do it. 20 minutes, it soon adds up. So I recommend trying this strategy. Give it a go tomorrow. So I hope this episode has helped persuade you to start finding ways to steal back more time from your day. And you might have to get a bit sneaky about it, but it's for a good cause. Head over to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 34 and look for any links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. 
Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.